0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.
1: What is Moondog? Moondog Makers and Bakers is not just a catering company. It's a blended tradition with innovation and something familiar just done differently. To get a taste of what they're truly all about, you can order some awesome merch, crafted spice blends, or request catering for your very own event. MoondogMakersandBakers.com.
2: I'm Steve Azar, and I'm on the other side of the microphone. In a Mississippi Minute. That's right. Welcome to the Mississippi Minute, folks. Don't forget, before we get started today, as I always do and will continue to do, go to visit Mississippi.org to find out your next getaway. So many great getaways. So, you know, I dig chatting with the guys that do what I do, and that's write songs. There's so many similarities along the way that mirrored, sort of, the pathways are the same. But there's also some things very unique to each and their own, and those are the things that make a writer honest and thus successful. From songs like In Case You Didn't Know, big old Brett Young hit, Luke Combs, What You See Is What You Get, the cool song Bud Budweiser, the list and resume of credited hit tunes flows on like the river outside my door. Looking forward to hanging together at the Palm Coast Songwriters Festival at the end of the month in Palm Coast, Florida, you know, there's nothing wrong with going to Florida, even though you're a Mississippi guy and an Alabama guy. Uh, you're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio, as always. I'm Steve Azar, and this is Tyler Reeve.
3: What's up, Tyler? What's up, Steve? How you doing, buddy?
2: Good, man. Good. Are you in uh, Nash of Vegas? Are you in Atlanta? Where are you at?
3: I, I'm in Nashville, man, right now, sitting in my my backyard under the porch. I'm right on the Cumberland River, so... Oh yeah, so we looking downtown. Got the river flowing pretty good from those rains we had. But uh, just sitting here enjoying a beautiful day.
2: It is gorgeous, absolutely. Hey, Tyler. So when did you make your journey into Nashville? When did you show up on the scene?
3: I moved. I moved to Nashville in 2012 um, on Valentine's Day. Actually, uh, I had a uh, a lease with my girlfriend at the time. Back when I lived in Atlanta, that we moved in together on valentine's day and then we broke up and i had to stay for the lease for like six more months i wanted to move to nashville but i had to wait for that lease to run out so i ended up moving here on valentine's day of 2012.
2: <laughs> i love it. <laughs> don't you love our life? you know you
3: can't make it up man it no. makes it easy to be a, a songwriter when stuff like that actually happens.
2: no okay? no it is it's, a, it's easy if you're if you're not afraid to write about it and tell the world. <laughs> That's, That's right. So, okay. right. hey, I, you and you and our boy John Daly. You know, John broke me in. It was my it was my first voyage to be on this side of the microphone. John was uh, my first guest, John Daly, and you guys were together the other day. Were you guys writing what was going on there?
3: Uh, we were just playing golf, and uh, actually, so he's back in town now. I'm I'm headed out to the course here in a minute to go play golf with him, and uh, we watched the the basketball game last night together. And he was uh, he said to make sure that that you mentioned that he was your first guest ever.
2: <laughs> he's got a big old Santa Claus beard going right now. That's what he's sporting. What's going on with that?
3: He does, man. I, you know, he's he's rocking it. it. I like it, man. You know, I think he's just, he's ready for something a little different. And uh, I guess, uh, you know, he's been enjoying it. My, my son got to meet him and, and loves it. And, and my nephew, every time I'm on the phone with my nephew and I'm with John, I switch it to FaceTime and I tell him I'm sitting with Santa Claus so that he'll shape up be in good shape you
2: know <laughs> you know it's funny how life and time goes on i remember make saying the same thing that i'm going about to go play golf with john and uh you know i mean like the folks that would just die to play golf you know the bucket list john's a bucket list yeah. you know he's so much fun to play with
3: he is man and you know they they always say that you you don't want to meet your heroes because they can only let you down and uh john is the absolute opposite of that yeah though. i agree I've met a lot of people and um John always lives up to it anytime someone's coming up to say hey or I bring someone in to play golf with us or something else it's it's he's always just he has the biggest heart in the world I love him to death and he loves music more than anything in the world so it makes it easy to go out there with uh we got a lot of songwriters at the club where we play and he's a member there too John is and uh so we spend a lot of time. There'll be seven or eight of us at one time, and it's all songwriters and country singers and, and John, you know, just out there <laughs> yeah. playing golf and listening to music and, you know, having a drink I or lo- two.
2: I love it. Now, did, well, first of all, did you play college golf or what's your journey and your story about golf?
3: We all know. So I played golf in college, but I did not play college golf. A very big difference there. Uh, <laughs> I did the same thing,
2: Tyler. I did the same
3: thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. So uh, no, not, man, I really didn't. Uh, I I played a little bit when I was younger. My dad's always played, and uh, and then I really got into it in high school. And um, I was a very mediocre uh, alternate on the high school golf team. And then um, and then when I went to college, I we could play the. I went to Florida State University, and mm-hmm. they let us play the seminal course there for free if you were walking. So uh, one summer, a buddy of mine and start we started walking like 36 a day every day and just kind of we got the bug and fell in love with it and all that stuff and then you know a little a few years later i ended up playing these little amateur tournaments in atlanta with a few buddies and we'd you know we'd win uh, like a pair of golf shoes or a <laughs> driver or whatever and <laughs> yeah. i'd sell that and make, a, make a couple bucks to supplement my uh <laughs> my show income
2: <laughs> i love it hey you know tyler that's exactly This is the mirroring part. This is so funny because at Delta State, where I went, way before you went to college, um, we did the same thing. We could walk, show our student ID, and play golf all day. And a couple of my roommates, well, my little brother in my fraternity and my my best friend there, one of my best friends at school from Chicago, was there on a golf scholarship. So – you know, that's what they would go practice, and we would literally spend all day, and then we'd play for Wendy's or play for McDonald's or play. You know what I mean? We'd play for dinner. Yeah. And um. Yeah. And it was just, man, it was a big help. A school allowing you to have that opportunity. So I, I get it, and and it's so funny. So uh, all right, so with John and I, we met doing the Monday after the Masters. How'd you guys
3: meet? Uh, John and I met through a good friend of mine. About I guess like. Seven or eight years ago. It was a year or two after I had moved to Nashville. And he, um, he came out to meet a buddy of mine who owns, uh, some bars and restaurants here in Nashville. And, uh, I happened to, to be there hanging. And, um, my, you know, my buddy's like, Hey, John Tyler's a songwriter. And John's like, Man, I love music. I love songs. And we started just talking and everything. And, and we were, we were buddies. We, you know, we would text back and forth and stuff. But really, over about the last, uh, I guess about two or three years uh John and I have become a, a lot closer i yeah. mean like I mean almost you know we're like family, I mean, we talk probably every day, if not every other day, so um, that's just been in the past few years with him being in Nashville a lot now he comes and stays for a couple of weeks at a time and plays golf out at old hickory and and then you know it, it, he's he's recording a record right now too. Right. So he's cut a couple songs I wrote on it, and I, I went into the studio with him yesterday when I was done writing, and I went in there and helped him. I he sang the vocal. I just kind of coached him through it. He did a great job, and he's got a cool record coming out. Man, he's got like Willie Nelson singing on a song with him, and then <laughs> just so um, good. I think I'm going I'm gonna do one with him, and he's got he's got quite a quite a project going.
2: I love it. It's round two for him. That's so cool. Yeah, uh, John's little son little john is no little and he's not little anymore he's going to be going to arkansas where my daughter is my 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 wife went to arkansas many moons ago so they're, they're razorbacks but he's excited about that and uh and it was back in the day that we did the you don't know a thing video uh that was john was in the video uh, and we sort of told the story of his life, but Little John was in there swinging. We'd wake up in the morning sometimes, just the stories and the memories I have. First of all, John helped me pick my house out in Franklin. He was with me. And second of all, <laughs> it's like he's always there, you know. And then, yeah. and then he, uh, we wake up and he's playing uh, the FedEx, the St. Jude, and we're in his. We're looking for Little John. We can't find him. It's the morning, you know, and. All of a sudden, we we look outside and he's in his diaper. He's got John's one iron and he's just pounding all of John's golf balls that he's you know that he's gonna be using for the week. He's hitting them through the fence. He's just dropping them, and they're dissolving in the zoja, right? You can't even see him. He's yeah. digging them out, man. So It's just so many stories. We're gonna, we're, enough of John for a while. We're going to get dig into your life story that's just so impressive, yeah, and, and it's so early into your career, but you've had so much success, and I know that your journey hasn't been simple. So I want to dig into that in the next segment. Folks, we're with Tyler Reeve. Uh, the Palm Coast Songwriters Festival, that's the website. Festival.com for my man Gary. We promised we'd promote it a little bit today. I know some Mississippi folks that just booked some trips there as well. So that's at the end of the month in April uh, and the beginning of May. Check it out. Tyler and I will be there with a lot of our friends. Um, many, you know, A couple generations of songwriters, maybe more. Uh, even our boy Paul Overstreet is going to be there, a dear friend of ours. So go to visit Mississippi.org. That will be your next friend. You're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. We'll be right back. Folks, it's Steve Azar, and my friends at Guaranty Bank are excited to introduce contactless debit cards. These contactless debit cards can make checking out quick and easy. The tap-and-go process is quicker than inserting a chip card, and way faster than using cash. How do you get your new contactless card? Well, it'll automatically be mailed to you when your debit card expires, or you can contact your local branch. Go to GBTonline.com to find
0: out more. Guaranty Bank, member FDIC. Nobody covers the Magnolia State like Supertalk. Supertalk Mississippi News is your source for all things Mississippi. Stay here and hear the stories that matter. Supertalk Mississippi News. Online at supertalk.com.
4: 7711.
0: Grass growing season is in full swing and Hartley Equipment in Gluckstadt is your one-stop outdoor equipment shop. Hartley has teamed up with Skag Lawnmowers to offer you the best deals of the year during their annual Skag Open House event. This sale will run Monday, April 19th through Saturday, April 24th. All week long, Hartley will have huge discounts on all Skag walk-behinds, stand-ons, and zero-turn mowers. Hartley has the perfect Skag Lawnmower for the small residential yard or large estate owner. Commercial grass cutters will also receive additional discounts on any purchases during this week-long sale. On top of all these savings, all Skag mowers are eligible for 0% financing with no money down as well as mow now pay later financing options. Each purchase will come with a free first service and free delivery. Stop by Hartley Equipment in Gluckstadt April 19th through the 24th and see for yourself why Skag mowers are simply the best.
3: This is owner Cameron Hartley reminding you that when it comes to your lawn equipment needs, shop smartly, shop Hartley.
0: In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: As we roll down a Mississippi Minute, I'm Steve Azar with hit songwriter, artist, singer-songwriter Tyler Reeve. He's hanging out in Nashville like I used to do and uh and i know that uh an alabama boy going nashville not so bad like mississippi going to nashville it's not such a such a culture shock you are in the keep mississippi beautiful studio and to visit mississippi.org trust me folks so many wonderful cool things to do right here in the birthplace of american music tyler let's go back to the yes, beginning i want to understand when it the bug hit you because i know you're a good athlete and all that and, and and so tell me you know growing up your folks uh were you the only kid in the family, you have brothers and sisters, where and where did the music bug and when did it bite?
3: Man, I have uh, i have one sister, an older sister. Um she's 4 years older than I am and um she's not uh musical per se nor is nor is my dad. As he always says, he's like I the only thing I can play is the radio. Um <laughs> and uh my mom is not really either. But um my my grandmother uh Babo, she just had a birthday. Uh, a couple days ago, and I'm going down, I'll actually see her in the Palm Coast uh, while I'm at the Palm Coast Music or Songwriters Festival. She lives in St. Augustine, um, so I'm going to go spend a couple nights with her, and she's going to get to hold her great grandbaby. Um, wow. But she is she's very musical. She can play the piano and sing, and my uncle, um, also, he played guitar, and he was a songwriter and singer, and uh, he went to high school with jimmy buffett they're in mobile so they were buddies and they used to kick around and write songs way back in the day and all that good stuff so uh i would always my uncle would always out a guitar and start playing on the on the you know beach deck at the house beach house or something one whatever summertime and all the other kids would go running down to the beach and want to play and i i apparently would just kind of sit there mesmerized and mesmerize them, stay up there listening to him so you know i probably have him to thank for that my uncle Brent, uh god rest his soul but uh I, I think that's where it probably started. Um, and then I, when I was in high school, I started playing guitar a little bit, but I mean, you know, not even, I made it through like two guitar lessons and I was like, this is terrible. And then, uh, put it down and then kind of got re inspired by listening to a girl that went to my high school playing, uh, at a, at a party one night. She pulled her guitar out and started playing. And, uh, I just thought it was so cool that she wrote her own songs and everything. So I, I went and got an acoustic guitar and, uh, that's how the journey started. And uh, then I went to college, ended up playing cover gigs like four hours a night at yeah. all the bars in town and did all that stuff. And then, uh, you know, kind of that eventually led into uh, all kinds of. Well, I ended up down in Key West after I graduated. I played at Irish Chevins six nights a week, four hour shows, uh, no breaks. That was, you really get your chops up then, I can tell you. Yeah. That. Yeah,
2: <laughs> no. I mean, no breaks. You weren't taking any breaks? Wow.
3: No. Oh, I mean, man. yeah, they wanted us to drink with the crowd to ring that register, you know, and then, but somehow they thought that we would never need to go and yeah, the bathroom yeah, or anything. Yeah,
2: so, no breaks, no um, bathroom breaks. Anyway,
3: it was a, it was uh, but it was a great experience for me. Actually, I kind of, that's really where I started thinking, you know, I, I can't be playing other people's songs the rest of my life. It, it's fun, but it's not, uh, it was not fulfilling for my soul. I mean, it might be for some people's, but I just, I wanted to, to be the one who wrote the songs that those people are singing along to and um so from from key west i ended up moving up to atlanta georgia and uh i started a band and i started writing songs and uh, put out a record and toured the southeast for a little while and in 2010 i got a call from uh the country throwdown tour which was uh it was montgomery gentry jamie johnson eric church little big town a whole big slew of of uh right. people on this tour and uh so they hired my band off a couple of videos they saw or something of on youtube or something i'm not sure exactly um youtube wasn't what it is today Back no. <laughs> then, <fact laughs> it was like somebody filmed it at a show and it wasn't like hey here's my youtube video to get me famous or hey hey it. tyler it not quite that way tyler yeah. you
2: weren't around when myspace was around that was awful
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah awful. i was for a minute i I, and listen, Steve, I would to put you in my top eight, buddy. I will tell you what. Remember that top eight on MySpace? You had to pick your eight favorite people. <laughs> <laughs> I love but, uh, it. I love it. Yeah. So anyway, and I, I guess I, so. I ended up on the uh, Country Throwdown tour as the we were the opening act. We wow. Had to pull a, love it. A big barbecue pit around behind us, an eighteen-foot Pabst Blue Ribbon can that was a smoker <laughs> behind an RV uh, that we found called. The, it was called a Holiday Rambler. And um, they they told me, they said, uh, we will pay you uh, $35,000. And I was like, I have made it. I am rich. (laughs) And this is where it goes from here. I love it. I called my mama. I was like, mom. They're paying me $35,000 to do this gig. And uh, after 19,000 miles of 24 <laughs> shows, the Holiday Rambler breaking down about nine or ten Holiday
2: times. Rambler I think
3: Rambler. I lost about $15,000 well, yeah, on it yeah, overall. Yeah. I could have taught you about yeah.
2: tour support. You needed to call me at that point. You need to call your <laughs> yeah. top eight on MySpace, and I would have said, hey, here's the deal. That 35000 is going to go – half of it's going to Waffle House.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Man, and I mean, it was – you know what? Though it was uh, one of the best things that ever happened to me because uh, we drove ourselves. There were 26 tour buses on that tour, and they all had bus drivers except for us. So <laughs> and were, the Holiday we were bus- Rambler, I love it. Yep, yeah, we were we were bus 27. We were yeah. eight eight guys and or seven guys and one girl. Our merch girl was with us, and uh, man, we we drove ourselves, and we had to we had to be uh, every day. We had to be up for line check by like noon at the new venue and these were all sheds, you know, all the outdoor amphitheaters. And uh but we also part of the the deal with us being the opener was that uh we had to host the like late night after party for like all the artists backstage and everything and so we had to cook all night and stuff. I mean like what like 3 a.m. So yeah, hey, I, wait, I, wait, I wait, 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 wait,
2: wait, wait. I mean, when they, when you read the contract and the fine print somewhere, to say that you also had to be a chef as well. What's going on? Oh,
3: listen, well, listen, let me tell you, Steve, I, I didn't read much of a contract at all. <laughs> I just, I, at the time I was like, man, this just sounds awesome. And I, I'm, we had a lot, we wore many hats on that tour. Uh, but it was fun though. You know, we were out there, we'd take turns behind the, the little pit barbecue and, uh, all my guys and myself and we took we had but we also had to go to walmart every day and in, in every town I mean, we were in this and
5: is buy, unbelievable like,
3: shrimp and hamburgers and hot dogs yeah. and all stuff for every like for every single night and we weren't allowed to pack it up until everybody was done partying and and then we'd have to drive ourselves to the next town so this is an eight-hour roll oh, i got you know, it eddie montgomery's not done partying until I, Oh, and
2: so. i know that i've been there but yeah, you know right. i'm gonna do the math right now the the math is you roll in around five a.m. wherever you're going. You probably had two hours, probably if if they oh, routed no. it, unless they routed you guys where I'll, they sent oh, you no, around no. the these map. Were,
3: <laughs> these were like five to eight hour rolls, man. Oh, we'd be no. rolling it. We no, roll no. in at eleven a.m. and have to be on stage at noon
4: for live no, check. No, 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 no. Awful. awful. <laughs> and then
3: and then we'd go on stage. The whole they'd open the doors at twelve thirty, and then at one ten we'd fire. We were the first band, and we'd play. You know, we play our thirty minute set or whatever, 25 minutes, and then next up, you know, Jonathan Singleton and the Grove. And Do you ever fall asleep on, on stage?
2: Do you ever fall asleep on stage? Do I just, just tell me. And then also... <laughs> I'll tell you what. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm, I'm asking. Well, I want to know who was shopping. I
3: haven't, but if I if I ever did fall asleep on stage, it probably would have been during that, <laughs> but I didn't.
2: Were you guys backstage going, like, doing, doing the, getting the, whoever got the short straw had to go to Walmart? And then who, and I want to know the truth, who was a little bit like, i i'm a i'm a vegetarian and i can't eat uh and i don't (laughs) eat shellfish i'm allergic and i can't eat pine nuts who was it tell me
3: we did have a few of those out there but but i will say they did have they had great catering itself the catering was great we weren't like the actual catering we were just the late night party so uh you know everybody's well fed with juices and and meals and everything out on that tour so they weren't all worried about that but uh (laughs) <laughs> we, we, we made it through somehow. That's how I ended up in Nashville until I met Jonathan Singleton. And he said, Man, you're pretty good at writing songs. You should write them with other people because I was writing by myself. And he said, Why don't you come up to Nashville? And that's how I started coming up to Nashville. Wow, there, there was. I would stay with him. And, yeah. and uh, so that's kind of how my journey ended up in Nashville.
2: Well, first of all, I, have, I wish we could go back with you and just go, Hey, Tyler, here's what you're going to do. You're going to start stealing from all of the catering a little at a time you're gonna serve everybody you could even stockpile it and serve them yesterday's food i mean i'd figure this out because you got no sleep and the 35k i know where that went so anyway but you know what it's such a great story you know and you probably became uh endeared by so many of the artists and then later you write songs for some of those guys i just think that you know uh, you know god's got his plan uh, he had you in it to do exactly what you're doing, and you've got some great stories to tell. We're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. Exactly that with Tyler Reeve, and um, go to visit mississippi.org to find out everything cool that you can do right here. So many great museums. Come down and see me at the BB King Museum, uh, the Grammy Museum, the Come on Jim Henson Museum. Come on, come at the Frog. He's right down the street. Are you kidding me? All right, look. Tyler we are the birthplace of American music I know all about the history I've recorded many songs with David Briggs and, and uh, we know Norbert Putnam he, he built uh, the Delta Music Institute uh, at Delta State where I'm the artist in resident and uh, they were the Muscle Shoals Rhythm Section two of, two of the four or five guys that made history so I get the history in Alabama but we are the birthplace so would you like to hear into the break you get to play DJ Conway Twitty or Tammy Wynette
3: Ooh, let's go with Conway. I
2: love them both, but let's go with Conway. Oh, you got it. You better believe. Let's listen to some Conway. We'll be
0: right back.
3: But I know she'll always remember the time
4: A cowboy once had a millionaire's dream And, Lord, I love that lady wearing tight-fitting
5: jeans
0: Nobody covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk. Super Talk Mississippi News is your source for all things, Mississippi. Stay here and hear the stories that matter. Super Talk Mississippi News. Online at Super
5: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 60% chance of rain, high near 64. Tonight, an 80% chance of rain, low around 53. Saturday, a slight chance of rain under mostly cloudy conditions, high near 67. Mostly cloudy Saturday evening, low around 46. And for your Sunday, mostly sunny, high near 68. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. It's scary to be diagnosed with stage three rectal cancer at age 30. I was a new mom with a new job and a husband out of town when I found out. So I'm very thankful for St. Dominic's. I met with a different specialist every day for a week. And all of a sudden, I had an entire team of medical professionals coming together to save my life. And that's exactly what they did for me and my son. Thanks to St. Dominic's, I can be the mom I always wanted to be. St. Dominic's, skilled hands, compassionate hearts
2: you have chronic pain, feelings of depression, anxiety, or just stressed out, Mississippi's finest CBD can provide an organic alternative to staying healthy and active without the psychoactive side effects. We're a Mississippi-based company and we make our own products. Mississippi's finest CBD has a completely contactless online store at msfinest.com. These products are available now for shipping or local delivery. That's msfinest.com. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.
1: 26 years of award-winning selling, servicing, and supporting our customers with legendary Exmar quality. Frederick Sales & Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving Central Mississippi since 1993.
4: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. If you
5: received the Pfizer vaccine, the CEO says it's likely you'll need a booster shot.
4: A likely scenario is that there will be likely a need for a third dose. Somewhere between uh, six and 12 months. And then from there, uh, there will be an annual revaccination. That's Albert Borla,
5: who says the threat of variants will play a big role in vaccine strategy moving forward. The governor's proclamation declaring it as
2: Confederate Heritage Month is receiving some backlash. The Mississippi Legislative Black Caucus is calling on the governor to rescind the proclamation, saying that in the midst of the Derek Chauvin trial and the current situation in Minneapolis, it would be in the best interest of peace and harmony to avoid any racial connotations that stir up division and remind us of the evil past such as the Confederacy. Through his press secretary, the governor called the month a chance to learn from
0: In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi.
1: Well, I got caught in Panama City trying to buy some beer for some Georgia
2: girl. I didn't really know Tyler Reeve until John Daly called the other day. He actually FaceTimed and there was Tyler, but I was very familiar with Tyler's work and his songs and how he's made his way. Uh, into the upper echelon of songwriters in Nashville, and now that I've spent a Mississippi minute with him—or at least part of one—in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio, visit Mississippi.org, folks. As I always, remind you so many wonderful things to do that are right in your backyard. I—I I really dig this guy, and now I know why John's hanging out with him because I get it. And uh, your story, Tyler, is just so compelling all right now you're you're doing the co-writing thing i get it our journeys are so similar from the free golf at your at, you had florida state i had Delta state either way the bottom line is it gave you an opportunity to learn the game the i got more or if not all of my publishing deals and my record deal my big record deal at universal all on the golf course so it, it became a very important sense. asset it did because you know we fought to have lunch or fought to be able to meet somebody for so many years but having lunch everybody's eating or it just nothing ever happened you know but when you're on the golf course you're there for how many hours I mean you're getting to know each other and what that's other sport? The thing
3: man that's that's what I think more than anything Steven I say this all the time uh, to anyone who'll listen but I the thing about golf is that if you go out and play around the golf it's like hanging out with somebody 50 times in a bar at night or something. I mean, you, because yeah. not only do you have this time with that person, but you can also get to know a lot about a person, not even from what they tell you, but just the way that they react in adversity or when they're celebrating a shot or when they hit a bad shot or anything else. You can see the way that their body language changes, what the way they react to that or whatever else. You can just learn so much about people and, right. and get to know them really well. And that's just what I love about it so much, man. I, I just love the social aspect of it as well as, of course, being out in nature and the sunshine and all that good stuff.
2: So tell me Absolutely. what the first time was when you really got it right, and it was more than 35000 for your first hit, So, and you don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to go anywhere. Yeah. Or you don't have to cook a meal for everybody at midnight and drive eight hours. And I, There ain't no, no shopping at Walmart for anybody. You're doing it for yourself. So what was it Absolutely. like, and when did it happen?
3: I moved up here in 2012. I Kind of, I guess, from buddies telling me, I, I held off on a publishing deal because I was writing with some cool guys like uh, Jonathan Singleton and Eric Pasley and Dylan Altman and, and all these guys. And so I held on to my publishing. And uh, I, I guess about four years in, I guess 20, 2015 or 2016, uh, I ended up, I was down at the Key West Songwriter Festival playing and i ended up meeting brett young and i didn't know brett and really i'd missed my flight i was supposed to be gone uh that's that sunday but i'd had so much fun the night before i missed my flight and uh i met brett on that sunday and he said man i'm a i'm a fan of you know your songs i like your songs and i was wondering if you'd go with me uh down to mexico i'm doing a little retreat to write for my record and uh I was like, yeah, you know, whatever. I didn't really think much of it. I, I didn't, uh, you know, he he didn't have his record deal. I just didn't know who he was. I didn't know what a great guy he was or any of that stuff yet. I guess I like a week later, I got back and he called me and he said, these are the dates, man, can you go? And it was only like a, a week or two later, I think. And so uh, I said, yeah, man. And he said, you, you know anybody you want to bring down that you think would be good for the trip, you know, and um, and I called Trent Tomlinson who so I've been a fan of for a long time in songwriting and everything, and I've known him uh, for a long time. We, we actually wrote, my first cut on an album was uh, called Whiskey on My Breath, which was uh, Love and Theft, and I, right. Trent was one of the writers on that. That's the, the time I met Trent first. and then uh, So Trent said he was game, and we went down to Mexico, and on the third day of that trip, we ended up writing, in case you didn't know, and uh, Brett was still like, had not signed along for him with his record deal with Big Machine, uh, and he sent that song to Jimmy Harnan at about three or four AM I think it was, uh, after we'd finished it up and done a little piano work tape and uh Jimmy Harnan, you know, sent him back right then. It's like, Man, this I think this is your career song and this is before you know, before Brett even put put out his first record yeah, I love it. Song, And by the way, the Jimmy
2: Harnan, by the way, is is a brother. He's played multiple rounds of golf in my life with him and he's one of the guys I trust, especially when it comes to music uh you know he was a hit artist as well he had this song where are you now i used to go sing it to him all the time when he was teeing it up (laughs) he go, quit it just stop anyway he had a big old hit years ago but uh he's been he's one of the great guys
3: yeah man he is great he's he's been i mean you know he's actively still i i still talk to him and stuff and really i guess when you look at it as far as uh as far as it goes for brett's career i'm just I'm just another songwriter that was that happened to be on a great song and and Brett, you know He's had I think his sixth or seventh number one just recently crazy. Um, I love it But but Jimmy's always more than uh, more than gracious and always, you know Reaches out and makes sure we're invited to whatever agree, you know wonderful guy. celebrations for Brett and everything else yeah. so,
2: Love it. Love it that you know what for Jimmy that's that excites him because you know, I was so Scott Burschetta was my head of promotion and we mm-hmm. did a big wine event one weekend, and, and I had my next single coming out. It was going to be the first single for him to work because Michael Powers was in his spot, and he left left to do his own thing, and they had Zach Brown, and they were doing all that. Stegall, Keith Stigall, is who mm-hmm. signed me. Anyway, long story short, they were all gone, and here we were. And uh, we spent the whole weekend getting all excited and drinking red wine and, and just ready to go. And then Monday, the day of ad day, he calls me. He goes, well, I got to tell you. They won't give me my own label here and i'm gonna go up and start my own and i said you got to be can you wait like just get the song off the ground for a minute <laughs> you know i knew that did, that was not good timing but i was excited for him because i knew that and then when he went and got jimmy i said oh man they're gonna kill it you know so what so
3: you you
2: finally have so so is that your first hit
3: so that was my first hit um and it it did well. We ended, we actually won Song of the Year for it, which was awesome. Uh, the BMI Song of the Year, I, I think, which is uh, just <laughs> yeah. such a cool Huge. thing to win. Um Huge. And uh, I got to bring uh, my my fiance at the time, who's now my wife and mother of my son. Uh, I brought her, and I asked uh, Mason Hunter uh, at BMI. I said he said we're going to have you a really good seat buddy you know and so i, I was like oh it's going to be great and uh, so they had us at one of those little front row tables and i then i asked him i said hey is there any way i could get an extra seat you know and he's like ha 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 i was like no no i'm serious i want to take my mom with me too you know if i can what he did so he i he bent over backwards to get it done for me and he did so i took uh, i took my mama and my and my fiance. Oh man. You're supposed uh, to be able to take your
2: mama and your fiance and your wife to be when you're when you have song of the year make room baby.
3: Yeah. I mean, it was, it was amazing, man. And you know, I felt great being there surrounded by all my friends and stuff. And I, you know, but man, it it is like when you win it, you're like, you know, it's a little emotional. You're like, holy man. I mean, like this is, you know, it's a pretty cool thing. Um, and of course, one of my good buddies said when I came back to the table, he said, "Well, it's all downhill from here." Which <laughs> that was the first thing he said to me. I was like, "Thank you, buddy." But uh, I mean, it, it felt good, man, and, and I really uh, had a good time there. And it was fun to have my mom there. She we got to sit. I mean, we're you know ten feet away. They're doing the Steve Cropper that year. Steve Cropper was the yeah. uh, you know legend, legend that they yeah. were. Yeah. So uh, we got to watch like John Legend do sitting on the dock of the bay. <laughs> wow. you know, I mean, from like you know from like wow. five feet away, John. Le- Actually walked by my mom and said, "Excuse me," and put his hand on her back to slide through to walk on the stage. And my mom turned around. She goes, "That guy looks like John Legend." I said, "That is John Legend." <laughs> he walked on the stage. Two seconds later, he's like, "Sitting in the morning son. <laughs> you know,
2: Cropper, uh, Cropper, and I have we've i got a long history together uh just friends a lot of golf charity events we played all over the place but always ended up on stage together one of my favorite people his wife angel was a really good player like really good golfer um and just just the nights i've had with him and the memories you know i remember my brother-in-law and we were hanging out at the time before nashville had all these great restaurants you're talking about 1991 maybe 92 93 um we'd cropper and i would be there and and my brother-in-law came in from arkansas and he goes uh he's a huge music buff and fan so he knew who he was he goes why 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 he couldn't talk why is steve cropper at our table and i said because he's a friend i go what's the big deal and he goes you don't understand, you know. You just don't. I mean, he was freaked out because just love Cropper. I mean, come on. And for folks out there that don't know who Steve Cropper is, let me just say this: when John Belushi says "Play it, Steve," that's who it is. That's it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and there's right. it's right. more fame than that. But uh, sitting on the dock of the bay, what green onion? What else? Do you, what do you wait? Wait to the midnight hour. What do you What else did he write? that was so yeah, you, midnight hour. Yeah, I mean, midnight. man, there were.
3: I honestly, when they played the whole. You know, I, I guess like, I mean, everybody's like the High Women and Jason Isbull and all these, I mean, all these people got up and did all these songs, but I, by the end of it, I mean, I was just like, I couldn't even keep track of the, Yeah. I, yeah. you know, he he probably has more number ones than songs I've written.
2: <laughs> well, you, you know, you think about it, I, I spent almost a year on the road with Bob Seger and when I did that... I didn't realize when he told me he goes you know i've only had one number one song and i said what come on what are you talking about they were all number one in my mind you know because having a number one record is complicated because your record label has to have everything lined up and and the stars have to align up with your record label like it's got to be magic You know? And so. Oh,
3: yeah, man. Yeah, no doubt. It's
2: difficult when you get up in the top and then you're competing. It's timing, right? So um, I was going, no, come on. And it was, I think, the Beverly Hills Cop song that he wrote that was his only number one. That's insane. I mean, think
3: about I mean, all the you great things Like down on Main Street or Fire Down Below against the Old wind,
2: time rock and
3: roll against the rock wind. How is it, like, it possible? How is it possible?
2: Exactly. We're with Tyler Reeve here in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful Studio. Visit mississippi.org, it's the place to head. So many awesome things to do right here in our glorious state. We'll be right back.
0: Nobody covers the Magnolia State like Supertalk. Supertalk Mississippi News is your source for all things Mississippi. Stay here and hear the stories that matter. Supertalk Mississippi News, online at supertalk.fm.
4: Hi, this is Dale Danks with Danks, Miller & Corey. With more than 100 years of combined experience, we have the expertise to handle even the most complicated matters. When you need a lawyer to fight for you, don't compromise. Contact us online at danksmillercorey.com. Here's the story about one of my favorite customers. Tell me, John. Well, I greeted him, of course, as he came in Junikers and said he was looking for something very special for his wife. Mm -hmm. So I shared with him some of our latest collections, and he selected a gorgeous diamond bracelet. It was an exquisite choice I knew his wife would love. So, of course, I had to ask, what's the occasion? Is this her anniversary, her birthday? (laughs) He just smiled and said, it's Thursday. So just because? Just because. A Good man. Wise man. You see, when it comes to expressing your love, he knew the right time is now. At Juniker Jewelry Company, love is what we do. We're Mississippi's direct diamond importer. With 10 times the diamonds, engagement rings, and fine designer jewelry you'll see in average jewelry stores. All at the guaranteed best prices in the state. And where every day is Thursday.
5: Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer, 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com.
4: Here's
1: Uncle Cy. Bugs can be a problem. Then you got the termite. They got big teeth, like this barn. It would probably take them all maybe three or four days to eat this barn down, and there wouldn't be nothing but the tin left laying on the ground. Bunch of sawdust. That's all they leave behind, sawdust. How I many bugs have I got in my beard? Hopefully none. Is that what's been moving? We got a tough crowd here, boys. If you want the real story about pest control, call Havard Pest Control Incorporated, the professional bug exterminator. The name
5: to trust for over 65 years at Havard Pest Control.
0: At Havard Pest Control, their number one goal is customer satisfaction. Havard understands that everyone's pest control needs are different. That's why they offer a wide variety of services to protect your home against all kinds of pest and termite invasions. When it comes to keeping your home and family safe against all kinds of pests,
5: trust Havard. Havard pest control. Visit HavardPest.com or call 601-936-0309. 601-936-0309. Rogers-Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain
1: your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies, and we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dabbs Fleet. Call the Rogers Dabbs Business Elite Fleet Team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dabbs Chevrolet. Find new roads. News happens fast.
0: There's a lot to take in and a lot to hear from all across the Magnolia State. And the foremost spot for Mississippi News is Supertalk.fm. Your Mississippi News. On air and online. Supertalk.fm. Visit Ridgeland presents the Art Wine & Wheels Weekend, April 30th through May 2nd at the Renaissance at Colony Park. Events include Ridgeland Fine Arts Festival, Natchez Trace Century Ride, and a Friday night April 30th kickoff party. Visit ArtWineAndWheels.com. Follow Visit Ridgeland on Facebook. Hashtag VisitMSResponsibly.
1: Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Speaking of Ford, this is Ford Truck Month. Get the best deals of the year on the only trucks that are built Ford tough drive home the all-new completely redesigned 2021 ford f-150 the legendary performer ford super duty or the adventure ready ford ranger work or play count on ford trucks to get the job done and hurry because ford truck month is an event you don't want to miss in a mississippi minute with
0: steve azar right here on Super Talk mississippi
2: in the keep mississippi beautiful studio i love that and visit mississippi.org is your next destination so many just incredible historical things that are ours it's our own We're with tyler reeve big old hit songwriter and even better than that a real good guy as you can tell all right so tell me so you have your success you, you ever look back and go what if i decided not to go to mexico
3: man absolutely i you know i will say that Um, You know, this town, and and for good reason, but this town is very protective. It's a hard little nut to crack to get in those rooms with with guys that have multiple number one hits and that just kind of have proven that they really know what they're doing. Um, And I I think that it would have been so much harder for me to get in those rooms. And and when you get in those rooms and you can trust those guys and, and eventually become one of those guys that other people trust, It's so much easier to be a good songwriter because you're not afraid, you know, I mean, being scared is the worst thing you can do writing a song, but it's also weird, you know, you go in a room and you don't want to like bare your soul to someone you barely know Mm -hmm. and then them not agree with you or something else. So, um, yeah, I think that is really what opened the door for me to get in those rooms on a regular basis. Um, well, that's key.
2: That's key. You got to get comfortable with it. You have to.
3: Right. You know, yeah. So, uh, you know, I was writing with and and the great thing is I was writing with a lot of guys that now um, have kind of graduated in the same, I guess, class where we've a lot of us have hits um, that at the the same time then did not or we're just getting our first ones and stuff like that. But, um, you know, so I'm with you, man. If I I did not go to Mexico, I don't know that I wouldn't have a hit song, but I don't know that I would. So uh, I'm just glad I did it. I'm glad I. Um, I'm still friends with Brett. We play golf some, and uh, I, I love the guy, and he's been great. And uh, he did a great job with that singing that record, and and that being a big hit for us which was a cool thing. And then, uh, and then, I've also my more recent one that was kind of a fun thing is uh, Luke Combs. Luke Combs and Ray Fulcher and I wrote a song in in 2016, as a matter of fact, um, and it's called "Does to Me." And after we wrote it, Luke and Ray are both huge Eric Church fans, and I am too. But I mean, they're that's like they're they you know they grew up that's that was their guy Eric. So uh, we we wrote this song, and Ray and I started talking like, "Hey, you know, this sounds this sounds like an Eric Church song," you know. And so we told Luke. Luke had just gotten his record deal; his first record wasn't even out yet. And we were like, "Man, could you imagine if we could get this to Eric Church?" And Eric Church could feature Luke Combs. Like, imagine what that would do for your career. That'd be I love so cool. this. I love where and, this you know, is going. <laughs> and, yeah, Luke was like, Luke was like, man, I mean, there's no way. And we're like, man, it just it'd be cool though, wouldn't it? And He's like, man, that'd be cool. So anyway, we don't get the song to Eric. There's no doesn't go on the record. His first, which his first record was done to be to be fair, but so they finally they put out that first record. It blows up. Luke Combs becomes Luke Combs. And uh they go to cut this the second record and uh you know, Luke calls Ray and, and lets me know and he says, Hey, uh, Does to Me is gonna be on this record And we're like, Oh man, that's great, man, that's great, you know, and we're excited about it and then Ray texts me a few days later and he said, Hey man, guess who just walked in the studio to put to put a vocal on Come on. uh Does to Me and I said who? And he said, The Chief. I was like, "No way!" He's like, "Yeah, man." And of course, and I knew Eric from back from the touring days on that Country Throwdown tour.
2: Yeah, because you're cooking so for anyway, him in the middle Eric, of the
3: it, night. I yeah, got it. so Eric ended up being Luke featuring Eric, which is crazy that that Luke you know took off and his career exploded that fast. Um, and then that song ended up being a single to radio and winning the Song of the Year for uh, XM The Highway or whatever wow. this past year, and now it's up for ACM Musical Event of the Year and all this other crazy stuff and uh i saw eric actually at the bmi awards this past year and um he's you know he was saying he's like man i'm a big fan of that song i wasn't gonna just sing on something to sing on something and luke not. and i agreed that if i didn't like it i wouldn't sing on it and he said he sent it to me and i just knew right away you know whatever so anyway it was super cool kind of a full circle moment
2: well, all right, well, listen. Hey, you go play golf. Tell Johnny I said hello. com. You guys come check out Tyler and me and Anthony and Bobby Pinson and James Slater and Wynn Varble. The list goes on and on. And uh, Jeffrey Steele. I mean, all, all the guys that we've had such a great time with getting to know over over our lives and, and playing some music. And uh, and then we'll obviously be bringing all these folks back down to Mississippi uh, any, any and every chance we get. Blessings to you, brother. And have a great round today. You've been in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. Tyler Reeve, folks. Check him out Thank online, you so much, his music. Oh, you got it, pal. Go to visitmississippi.org to find out everything cool that you can do right now. I'm Steve Azar. Tyler, later on, baby. See you, buddy. I'm Steve Azar. In a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them, where you can take your sweet time. Folks, it's Steve Azar, and my friends at Guarantee Bank are excited to introduce contactless debit cards. These contactless debit cards can make checking out quick and easy. The tap-and-go process is quicker than inserting a chip card, and way faster than using cash. How do you get your new contactless card? Well, it'll automatically be mailed to you when your debit card expires, or you can contact your local branch. Go to GBTOnline.com to find out more. Guarantee Bank, member FDIC.
0: Supertalk.fm. Supertalk.fm. Your one stop for all the news that matters in the Magnolia State. Supertalk.fm. Everything you need to know. At your fingertips. Supertalk.fm. A Supertalk Mississippi Media Production.